The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's been said that Catholics know how to party, and today is another feast day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, January 25th, 2023, Wednesday of the third week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. St. Paul's entire life can be explained in terms of one experience, his meeting with Jesus on the road to Damascus. One sentence determined his theology. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Jesus was identified with people, the loving group of people Saul had been running down like criminals. Paul's life became a tireless proclaiming and living out of the message of the cross. Paul's great message to the world was, you are saved entirely by God, not by anything you can do, Saving faith is the gift of total, free, personal, and loving commitment to Christ. St. Paul, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart, and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass, with our prayer, work, sufferings, and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins, and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the Church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that educators may be credible witnesses, teaching fraternity rather than competition, and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Well, we always start that time of prayer in the same way, but I suppose in a particular way, Jesus, what I want to say with all my heart is that I might make this time of prayer fruitful. Because in just an instant of prayer, we can turn our whole life around. And that essentially is the feast that we celebrate today with the conversion of St. Paul. With one encounter with you, Jesus, his whole life completely and irreversibly changed. He went from being one of the greatest persecutors of the Christian church to being possibly even the greatest of all the apostles, going to the ends of the world as he knew it in order to to bring the gospel. 
and all because of an instant of prayer, an instant of, account, of encounter, one that he wasn't even seeking. But well, you spoke to him and he spoke back to you. And that's what we're doing in this time of prayer, Jesus. Maybe it's not as dramatic as the scene as we read it from the first reading of the Mass today. Paul on his way to Damascus in order to persecute the church. Well, if by chance any of the great persecutors are listening to this meditation, may you be like Paul and may you fall <laughs> and may you rise up in Christ. But for the vast majority of us, we're probably just going about our daily life and we're not expecting any great thing to happen to us today, perhaps. But we want you to be in this day, Jesus, and we want to convert our day to you. Because let's say this feast only really has any significance if we make conversion our own. We follow in the footsteps of St. Paul. Now, just thinking, what would have happened if Paul hadn't have converted? So let's imagine the scene. He's fired up with his mission to go to Damascus in order to round up all these Christians who he genuinely thought were, were doing the wrong thing that were spreading lies about faith and religion, and it was something to be stopped. He went with real conviction. And he's blinded by this awesome light and hears your voice, Jesus. But if he was dull of heart, perhaps, what if, what if Paul just hadn't have responded? What if Paul hadn't have understood exactly what was happening to him and, and felt it was not you that was truly calling him Jesus, but maybe even something harmful and he had ignored it? Well, probably we tend to think that, well, there's no way possibly Paul could have ignored this because Jesus spoke to him. And this event that occurred in his life was so dramatic that he was blinded, albeit temporarily by this light, that he, he just simply could not have ignored that. We tend to think that whenever God intervenes, when God makes himself known in these kind of big and dramatic ways, then, well, there's just no possibility. You have to just go with it. But I just don't think that that was the case. I, I don't think it's automatic that Paul just completely turned his life around because of the event. I think it's true, Jesus, that perhaps at times we, we might hold back a little bit because we don't feel your presence completely and totally, or perhaps we just think if God makes this known to me in some sort of amazingly grand way, then there's no possible way I could refuse it. But in actual fact, we think of some of the biggest decisions that we've had to make in our life, even though perhaps, Jesus, you are making your will perfectly well known to us, we were resisting that. And I think that that's more obvious when at times we resist temptation, that, or perhaps even when we don't resist temptation, that perhaps we are led by our conscience to know what the right thing to do is, but just something makes us go the other direction. Now, that's not quite the same as this blinding light, I appreciate, on the road to Damascus. But let's just think for a moment that Paul doesn't uh, accept and he continues on and he persecutes the church with even greater vigor because he really thinks that there are things distracting him from his mission. Well, the story obviously would have been very different. But I'd like to think that Paul at least had the capacity to ignore that. I'd like to think that Paul at least had the capacity to, to not convert in that moment because it means that he was completely free. It means that he, he chose to follow you, Jesus, yes, because of this overpowering encounter, but not just because that, because he's a robot, but because he freely chose to leave behind some sense the life that he had lived up to that moment and, and to embrace you in a new way. And that's fundamentally, I think, how God acts in each one of our lives.
that even if God was to manifest himself in a, in a very dramatic and powerful way to us, he leaves us free. He does not force himself upon us. We have celebrated Christmas and we see that God comes uh, with power and might, but in the form of a little baby. And it's the invitation to change that he makes to Paul in a dramatic way. But it's up to Paul ultimately to stop persecuting the church and to choose instead to follow in the way that Jesus was, was, was laying for him. And I think that essentially all conversion only comes through real true freedom. That we, we, we choose to follow you, Jesus, or we choose to reject something that is contrary to you because we want to change our lives. It, it, there's a desire there. There's part of our, our will. It's not that we're being forced to do it. I think that forced conversions will never really have any effect. If we're being forced to do something, we might do it out of obligation or because we instinctively might know it's the right thing to do. But if we don't truly love it with all of our hearts, then what impact is it really going to have in our life? No, real conversion becomes true, I suppose, with our freedom. I think it's true when you think about the example of our, our sinfulness is that really we, we, most of the sins we commit, we, we commit freely. But when we choose to, to, to abandon a particular sinful course of action or we choose freely to go to confession and to accept the penance and, and, and to do that with, with a free heart, well, there's a real moment of conversion. There's a point in our life whenever things really begin to change. Now, how different could things be for me today and in my life if I could freely choose to put you, Jesus, at the center of my life and to reject all of those things that drag me away from you, to say no to those little sinful, tempting inclinations, but instead to choose the path that you're lay, laying down for me. And one of the kind of the curious details about the whole Paul conversion story is that he continues to go to Damascus. In a sense, what I think is that Paul's conversion, it, it changes his life rapidly and, 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 and radically, yes. But the real difference is that he puts Jesus at the center of his life. He continues to go where he had set out to go to. So in a sense, his destination doesn't change. There's nothing completely radical about the days that follow his, his conversion. He continues to go as he had planned to go. But it's different because he puts everything else aside in his life to find a new priority. And that becomes the defining characteristic of Paul. It's why Paul is the greatest missionary ever, because he lived completely and totally with Jesus at the center of his life. And if we see something in St. Paul that we like Jesus, it's probably that. It's probably the fact that he could do it. He could put you at the center of his life and live a life which was completely and totally for you. And that's something which is so attractive for us. There has to be an effect to the choices that we make. Let's say that if we, we, we have the desire to be like Paul, to put Jesus, you, to put you at the center of our lives, or to convert even to Catholicism, perhaps even that's the desire that we have for, for some other Christians today. But it has to be seen in, in, the, in the, the moment of conversion that we make. There has to be an effect to it so that we belong completely and totally to you, Jesus, and that in some way that that might be tangible in our life, that it might be visible, that we at least are, are putting you at the center and trying to, yeah, trying to, to make it a little bit less about ourselves. I remember whenever I was ordained a deacon, 
and the priest, the parish priest in the parish where I was, uh, said something very beautiful. You know, in the rite of a, a ordination, a man lies completely prostrate before the altar. And he said that on the day of our ordination, we lay our lives before the altar. But we spend the rest of our life trying to take that back again. And our whole daily conversion will be trying to lay our life before you, Jesus, before your altar, and not to take back the gifts that I have already given to you, what I have received. So help me, Jesus, in all the ways that I need you to convert really and truly today and to make my life about you. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My mother, Immaculate, St. Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. On the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God on the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. Come, let us worship God on the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship God on the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship God on the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship God on the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship God on the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself by kicking against the goat. Who Who are are you, Lord? I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself by kicking against the goat. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself. By kicking against the goad. Go, Ananias, and seek out Saul, who is praying to me. He is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Go, Go, Ananias, and and seek out Saul, who is praying praying to me. He is is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin and all who see them mock.
Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Go, Ananias, and and seek out Saul, who is praying to me. He is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Paul went into the synagogues and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. Paul went went into into the synagogues and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice, and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Paul went went into the synagogues and and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He is slow to anger and and full of compassion. A reading from a letter of the Apostle Paul to the Galatians. I assure you, brothers, the gospel I proclaim to you is no mere human invention. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I schooled in it. It came by revelation from Jesus Christ. You have heard, I know, the story of my former way of life in Judaism. You know that I went to extremes in persecuting the Church of God and tried to destroy it. I made progress in Jewish observance far beyond most of my contemporaries in my excess of zeal to live out all the traditions of my ancestors. But the time came when he who had set me apart before I was born and called me by his favor, chose to reveal his Son to me, that I might spread among the Gentiles the good tidings concerning him. Immediately, 
without seeking human advisors or even going to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before me. I went off to Arabia. Later I returned to Damascus. Three years after that, I went up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas, with whom I stayed fifteen days. I did not meet any other apostles except James, the brother of the Lord. I declare before God that what I have just written is true. Thereafter I entered the regions of Syria and Cilicia. The communities of Christ in Judea had no idea what I looked like. They had only heard that he who was formerly persecuting us is now preaching the faith he tried to destroy and they gave glory to God on my account. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. The gospel which I preached to you is not a human message. I did did not not receive it through any man, but from from our Lord Jesus Christ, who revealed it to me. As surely as Christ's truth is in me, I have preached the gospel to you. I did not receive it through any man, but from our Lord Jesus Christ, who revealed it to me. From a homily by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. Paul, more than anyone else, has shown us what man really is, and in what our nobility consists, and of what virtue this particular animal is capable. Each day he aimed ever higher. Each day he rose up with greater ardor, and faced with new eagerness the dangers that threatened him. He summed up his attitude in the words, I forget what is behind me and push on to what lies ahead. When he saw death imminent, he bade others share his joy. Rejoice and be glad with me. And when danger, injustice, and abuse threatened, he said, I am content with weakness, mistreatment, and persecution. These he called the weapons of righteousness, thus telling us that he derived immense profit from them. Thus, amid the traps set for him by his enemies, with exultant heart, he turned their every attack into a victory for himself. Constantly beaten, abused, and cursed, he boasted of it as though he were celebrating a triumphal procession and taking trophies home, and offered thanks to God for it all. Thanks be to God, who is always victorious in us. This is why he was far more eager for the shameful abuse that his zeal in preaching brought upon him than we are for the most pleasing honors, more eager for death than we are for life, for poverty more than we are for wealth. He yearned for toil far more than others yearn for rest after toil. The one thing he feared, indeed dreaded, was to offend God. Nothing else could sway him. Therefore, the only thing he really wanted was always to please God. The most important thing of all to him, however, was that he knew himself to be loved by Christ. Enjoying this love, he considered himself happier than anyone else. Were he without it, it would be no satisfaction to be the friend of principalities and powers. He preferred to be thus loved and be the least of all, or even to be among the damned, than to be without that love and be among the great and honored. To be separated from that love was, in his eyes, the greatest and most extraordinary of torments. The pain of that loss would alone have been hell and endless, 
unbearable torture. So, too, in being loved by Christ, he thought of himself as possessing life, the world, the angels, present and future, the kingdom, the promise, and countless blessings. Apart from that love, nothing saddened or delighted him, for nothing earthly did he regard as bitter or sweet. Paul set no store by the things that fill our visible world any more than a man sets value on the withered grass of the field. As for tyrannical rulers or the people enraged against him, he paid them no more heed than gnats. Death itself and pain and whatever torments might come were but child's play to him, provided that thereby he might bear some burden for the sake of Christ. God was merciful to me because in my unbelief I acted in ignorance. The abundant grace of our Lord was poured out on me and gave me the faith and love which are ours through union with Christ Jesus. I am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. The abundant grace of our Lord was poured out on me and gave me the faith and love which are ours through union with Christ Jesus. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood, 
And bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. God, our Father, you taught the gospel to all the world through the preaching of Paul, your apostle. May we who celebrate his conversion to the faith follow him in bearing witness to your truth. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives the Great Commission from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Go into all the world and preach the Gospel to the whole creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. You'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, we often think of the image of St. Paul being knocked off of his horse, but we don't really know that he was riding a horse. What we do know is that his life took a 180 at that point and was never the same. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. I know whom I have believed. These few words explain the rest of Paul's adult life. He had met the Christ. Everything else faded into shadow compared to this luminous reality. Nothing had any value unless it was in Christ and for Christ. The one thing which he now feared was to offend God. From now on, that was all that mattered. The only thing he lived for was to be faithful to the Lord and to make him known to all people. This is the attitude which we should aspire to. From the time of his encounter with Jesus, Paul gave over his entire being to God with all his heart. He took the same enthusiasm and drive which he used to persecute the Christians and put it to the service of the church. He received the apostolic mission which Christ gave to his disciples and made it his own. Go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news to all creation. Paul accepted this task and made of it from that moment the very purpose of his life. His conversion lies precisely in this, that he allowed the Christ he encountered on the road to Damascus to enter into his life and to orient it towards one single goal, the preaching of the gospel. I owe a debt to the Greeks as well as to the barbarians, to the learned as well as to the ignorant. I am not ashamed of the gospel, 
because it is the power of God unto salvation for whoever believes. I know whom I have believed. For the sake of Christ, Paul would take on himself risks and dangers without number. He would endure long hours of work, exhaustion, apparent failures, betrayals, whatever was necessary to win souls for God. Five times I have received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I have been beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I have been shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brethren. In toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure upon me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is made to fall? And I am not indignant. Paul centered his life on the Lord. Even though he had suffered a great deal for Christ, at the end of his days he was able to write, for as we share in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Paul found joy not in the absence of difficulties, but in the presence of Christ. Let us finish our meditation with this prayer from the liturgy. God our Father, you taught the gospel to all the world through the preaching of Paul your apostle. May we who celebrate his conversion to the faith Follow him in bearing witness to your truth. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, and we pray once again with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I know the one whom I have trusted, and I am certain that he, the just judge, has power to keep safe what he has entrusted to me until that day. I know the one whom I have trusted, and I am certain that he, the just judge, has power to keep safe what he has entrusted to me until that day. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
I know the one whom I have trusted, and I am certain that he, the just judge, has power to keep safe what he has entrusted to me until that day. Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Paul, my My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, Bless the Lord, praise and exalt Him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt Him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Paul, Paul, my my grace grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. God's grace in me has not been without fruit. It is always at work in me. God's grace in me has not been without fruit. It is always at work in me. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword 
in their hand, to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. God's grace in me has not been without fruit. It is always at work in me. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. I have appeared to you to designate you as my servant and as a witness to what you have seen of me and what you will see of me. I have delivered you from this people and from the nations to open the eyes of those to whom I am sending you, to turn them from darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God that through their faith in me they may obtain the forgiveness of their sins and a portion among God's people. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. You are a chosen instrument, Holy Apostle Paul. You, you are, are a chosen, chosen instrument, instrument, Holy Apostle Paul. Preacher of truth to the whole world, Holy Apostle Paul, glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. You are a chosen instrument, Holy Apostle Paul. Let us celebrate the conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. He was transformed from being a persecutor of Christ into a vessel of His grace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers, and, and to, to remember, remember his, his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us celebrate the conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. He was transformed from being a persecutor of Christ into a vessel of his grace. 
beloved friends, we have inherited heaven along with the apostles. Let us give thanks to the Father for all his gifts. The company company of of apostles apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the banquet of Christ's body and blood given us through the apostles, which refreshes us and gives us life. The The company company of of apostles apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the feast of your word prepared for us by the apostles, giving us light and joy. The The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for your holy church, founded on the apostles, where we are gathered together into your community. The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the cleansing power of baptism and penance that you have entrusted to your apostles, through which we are cleansed of our sins. The The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. We pray now for the people in our own lives who bring us the gospel and bring the gospel to the world in the model of the apostles who preached before us. Let us pray. The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, you taught the gospel to all the world through the preaching of Paul, your apostle. May we who celebrate his conversion to the faith follow him in bearing witness to your truth. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's a great day to celebrate. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.